Welcome to Life in Purple, providing you with the latest from women entrepreneurs, amazing mums, human interest stories and celebrity guests. Your host, Laura Sprague, discusses women's topics such as success, empowerment, perseverance, lifestyle and much more. Laura also offers a fun and unique perspective while providing listeners with valuable tips on how to successfully conquer the many issues women may face. Come experience your life in purple. And now, here's your host, the life coach with the most, Laura Sprague. Hello, Lip Talk Nation. Welcome to Life in Purple. I'm your host, Laura Sprague, and I want to say thank you so much for listening to this episode. We have a very inspiring guest on our show today, but before I introduce her, I want to remind you all of our most recent episode with Gina Sendef, who shares valuable tips on how to forgive and live your life with purpose and find emotional freedom. So if you haven't had a chance to catch our previous episodes, visit liptalknation.com and there you'll find more resources to help you live a life in purple. On our show today, we have entrepreneur, singer, songwriter, wife, mom, and Air Force veteran, Michelle. Michelle has a huge passion to support our military troops and has just released her original song along with a video called Lion Heart. The song is a tribute to all who have served in the military and the sacrifices that they make every single day. Michelle says they are the true lion hearts of the world. Welcome to the show, Michelle. How are you today? Hi, hi. It's great to be with you. I'm, I'm doing great today. How are you? I am doing fantastic, especially now that I get to talk with you and pick your brain on how you wrote the song and, and all the things that you're doing. So what a pleasure it is to have you on the show, Michelle. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. So before we talk about your new song that you just released and the meaning behind it, will you tell us and the listeners where you're from and how you got your start? Sure, sure. I hail originally from Winchester, Virginia. Um, right after high school, I went right into the Air Force. I worked in meteorology in the Air Force. I met my husband there and um, decided to focus on the support role of the military once I met him and we got married and follow him through his military career so I could focus on our family. Uh, so I got out and did that. And over the years, I got my bachelor's and my MBA, and I've done all sorts of jobs um, in lending and escrow and real estate. I taught English in Japan. So I've just had a, a real variety of jobs. You name it, I've probably done it. <laughs> and after years of traveling around and devoting my life to the military as a spouse and a mother, um, I decided it was time for me. I want to pursue my lifelong dream of becoming a well-known and respected singer-songwriter. And it's also time for me to acknowledge and bring, uh, be an advocate, really, for military and for our veterans. Uh, I started working with Lynn Verlaine Studios in New York City about a year and a half ago, and I'm producing songs I've written over the years as well as new material, too. Wow. Okay, so you just blew my mind. Lip Talk Nation, did you hear that? It's <laughs> never too late to follow your dreams, first of all, is what I hear you Amen. say, right? Amen. And also, the, all the things that you did that is just inspiring alone. Sometimes people say you need to follow one course, you know, and stay right there. But all the things that you did, it sounds like has really led up to where you are today. It's given you the experience that you needed, Michelle. So I am super excited to really find out more about this song. But I want to know, I want to lay this groundwork and people to understand you 
uh, and the listeners, I want the listeners to understand you. So what was life like growing up and what, what kind of obstacles did you have to overcome? Um, I had an unusual family, really. My father was European, very traveled, very educated. Um, my mother was uh, one of nine children who grew up in a rather impoverished environment in West Virginia. So total opposites. My dad was 60 when I was born, um, 61. I had a younger brother then. My mother was 25 years younger than him, and they were worlds apart from each other in personality and otherwise. They actually married and divorced each other twice. <laughs> I have uh, three brothers and other siblings from other marriages as well, but I grew up with my three brothers, and we were a very modest family. We lived in a rural area in Virginia and really embraced that life, you know, grew our own food and all of that kind of stuff. I was a super tomboy because I was an only girl with three brothers. I played all kinds of ball. I rode bikes, skateboarded, fished, all that kind of stuff. Um, I faced a lot of adversity growing up, actually. I was around, when my parents divorced, I was around a lot of drugs and alcohol. I witnessed a lot of abuse. Um, I moved back and forth quite a bit, and I often found myself, like, always trying to fit in and be accepted. Um, I also experienced abuse myself. I had some abusive relationships as well as a teenager. Um, and then I just wanted to start fresh, start my adult life on a better footing, and I challenged myself by going right into the Air Force at 18, and I actually signed on the dotted line with my mom when I was 17. Oh, my goodness. So, again, your energy is very contagious, and I can imagine some of the things that you went through. So knowing that your dad was 25 years older than your mom, but then you mentioned that they divorced and remarried twice. I'm that's like, correct. okay, that's very unusual. And I know that it has to come to play in your story and who you are today. And I hear that you're the tomboy of the family. So you have three brothers and then you have this story of being in abusive relationships. And a lot of the listeners right here are relating to you and you're going to give them hope, Michelle. That's what I hear. And um, I come from an abusive uh, relationship myself. Well, not necessarily relationships, but I was abused when I was a kid. So having this laid before us in your story, Michelle, so what really inspired you to join the Air Force? Well, I everything I just said, I, I basically came to a point, believe it or not, at a ripe old age of 17 where I decided that I really was not in the right environment for the kind of future that I imagined for myself um, I wanted to make my own life, have a fresh start as an adult. I wanted to be responsible for my life and how I lived it. I wanted to get away from the animosity and the poor influences. I wanted to travel and educate myself and be independent. And those things kind of came intrinsically thanks to my dad who instilled those things in us. Um, so once I was active duty, I quickly became more focused upon serving my country and the sacrifice and pride that that entails. Um, I just, it, it just became my whole life. I, I love serving and I'm, I'm super happy to have been a military spouse now for 28 years and a mother of a military uh, veteran as well. My son is actually back in school now because he wants to go back in and get his commission like his dad did. Okay, you said a few things that I want Lip Talk Nation to grab a hold. I say this all the time, like, grab a hold, so write this down. You came to a point at 17, at 17. That tells me you have an old soul, by the way. At 17, you did not want to live any more like this. You know, you knew something wasn't right. You came to this point where you wanted to be responsible. Okay, how many of you, I and I don't want to diss anybody right here, but at 17, that's pretty huge to say. You want to have responsibility. So um, kudos to you. And um, Thank you. yes, I hear confidence in your voice and I've seen your pictures and you clearly don't look old enough to be 
what you're saying. So I just want to throw that out there too, you're Michelle. You're a doll. <laughs> I can just say that, okay? <laughs> okay, well, I, I'm like, you've had all this experience and you're, what, 35? I don't know. So um, I hear you say that you wanted to be responsible and then you love serving in the military. I have many friends that are serving in the military, so uh, I know a little bit of their story and what it takes to have, you know, sacrifices and all that goes with it. But I want your perspective, Michelle, what is it like serving in the military and what kind of insight can you give us those who aren't serving about the sacrifices that the military troops make in order to keep our country safe? Yes. Um, I personally think the military life can be very rewarding, but it also serves a lot of challenges to you as well. Um, I love the camaraderie that you build with your military family. We really are a big family. We're not just friends. Uh, we become each other's world where we are for two to four years every, every place we go. Um, the military life also provides a lot of unique opportunities, such as living abroad, um, the pride that comes with serving as well as supporting your military families. Um, but on the other hand, you know, our troops make many sacrifices that a lot of civilians don't even think about. Um, I'm quickly reminded, actually, of my husband and my son on different occasions, both going off to war, saying goodbye to them, knowing where they were going, knowing what they were facing, and um, holding the fort down at home, you know. Um, you basically give your life to your country. You're told when you enlist that you are the property of Uncle Sam. You'll go wherever you're needed. You'll do whatever your country demands of you. And that, for me, was a pretty scary proposition at 17. But um, I, I, I love it. Um, you do work long hours. You play war, quote-unquote, to learn how to do your job in wartime, which sometimes involves working like 14- to 16-hour days and walking around in sweltering chem gear on a flight line or otherwise. Um, you basically live knowing that your life isn't really your own, but if it's meant for you, you learn to love it. I, I personally love it. I've had few experiences in my life that compare to the pride I feel having served my country and supporting my family who still serves today. Okay, wow. And wow, what powerful words and powerful pictures for us to see in your words, as you say, the, the sacrifices that you make when you enlist, when you join, you are quote unquote owned by Uncle Sam and the mm -hmm. sacrifice knowing your life isn't your own. Wow, I, that's all I can say. I am, again, I have friends who are in the military and I just admire them so much because you do have those long hours, 14 and 16 hour days in heavy gear and equipment in wartime, like you said. And I just wanted Lip Talk Nation, the listeners who aren't aware of military life, to understand. So, I know that you're a songwriter and you wrote this song called Lionheart, which is really what I want to dive into. When did the idea come to write this particular song and what is the story behind it? Um, it, it's, it was a labor of love, if you will. Um, like most songs that you develop as an artist, they are labors of love truly. You put your whole heart and soul into them. Um, the song was written to focus on empowerment and pride and overcoming adversity and facing your fears, a lot of my life lessons, um, and all things that I've experienced from being in the military and um, that military members experienced in their everyday life. So perfectly fitting for, um, for the song to be focused and about the military. I, I just can't say enough about our brothers and sisters in arms. I, I just really can't. Um, I have nothing but respect and, and gratitude, really. Wow. 
Okay, there's my word again. Wow, that's my um, my word for this interview, Michelle. So is there a particular story that really sparked this for you? Do you have something in mind? Like, as I know your video is coming out, or just came out with it as well. And I can't wait for Lip Talk Nation to see it. But what is the particular storyline for this song? Um, Again, it's, it's really, it, it really speaks to so many people, to be honest with you. It, it is very military focused because that's my entire life. That's, that's all I've known since I was like 17 and I left home. Um, but it also speaks to women, women who have been through some of the things that I've been through and worse um, and how you come back from that and you realize that life offers you so much more, you just have to heal and get past it and move forward and be that lion heart. And I think of the military every time I say the title to the song, because man, you know, a lot of people go in the military like I did at 17, 18, 19 years old. And many people would say to you, they're children still. They're really still children. They're, they're still maturing and becoming adults. And there they are. They're on the front lines. They're carrying a gun. They're defending our, our freedoms. Um, so that's, that's really, that's really the, um, the heart of it, truly. Yes, uh, this resonates so much with me because you mentioned empowering and women and military. We are very patriotic in our house and we love the word empowerment for people, not just women, but I love that you mentioned True. women as well because it's still a little bit of a taboo topic, I don't know, for women to defend our country. And I think, you know, all of us should because it's about freedom and and where we come from and what Absolutely. our country stands for. So I again I love that empowering word that you used. So the title I like I said is powerful. It gives me goosebumps. So and it's empowering and at the same time is this your first song you have written or have you written other songs too? I'm I'm glad first of all. Thank you. I'm glad that it gave you goosebumps because that was definitely the intent. Um <laughs> yes, I've written songs for over 20 years, but I never really had a chance to pursue it professionally until now. Um, but Lionheart is just the beginning. I'm actually working on a full-length album which explores my journey with the military in more ways than one, as well as empowerment, as well as things that I never really had a chance to um, to have con- catharsis with, you know. My songs are becoming this kind of, quote, late-in-life catharsis for me and, and allowing me to work through things from my past but also to pay tribute to the military and the veterans that I love so much. Um, I just can't say enough about that. Writing songs is very healing. I uh, personally write songs too, and I love that you pointed it out. And you also said late in life. Like I said, you still don't look like it's late in life, but I totally understand. And I'm so thankful that you're pursuing your passion. That's hope. That is hope right there for people who have had those dark days. And I'm actually 46, just to be honest with you. Oh, my goodness. Um, So it is late in life to be doing something like this, and it was very intimidating to even think about. But I'd like to think that if you're going to portray your life as a lion heart, you got to be one. And I have stage fright, but I'm getting over it. Um, you got you got to face your fears. That's the only way to grab life and really embrace it and really appreciate this time we have here in this world, in, in my opinion face your fears. I love that you just said that. I'm writing this down. I've written it down. As other people have said this as well, Michelle, but I love that you say that with such purpose and intention that we all need to face our fears. At 46 years old, it can be intimidating. I get that. I'm I'm so excited that there is hope and you're going after it full force, facing your stage fright. 
I get it so much, but when you follow your passion, that kind of goes away. When you're in the moment and you're out there performing and you're out there releasing to the world your soul, something consumes you that you're doing the right thing. So Michelle, wow, I love finding out what people's morning routines are like. So the listeners also enjoy getting ideas from others to see how they can improve their own routine. What does your own morning routine look like? I kind of have to laugh, my friend, because I'll tell you honestly that I am not a morning person. (laughs) But, however, I am a type A personality, and I usually really regiment my days because I want to be very productive. So when I get up, I have some green tea. Some days I have coffee. Um, I go about reviewing my calendar, and I just start knocking things out one at a time. I live by my calendar some days. It's it's a burden and also a blessing because I never miss anything. <laughs> and uh, usually late morning, early afternoon is aerobics and yoga for an hour and a half. Uh, helps me really center myself. Um, I've always worked, basically, or been in school or both. So right now, I'm really devoting my time from the time I open my eyes to the time I close them to go to sleep, to devoting that time to my music and my military family. Um, I focus a lot on the music, creating, writing, producing. I'm also actively pursuing avenues to advocate for the military and for veterans, and I do volunteer work wherever I can. There's a lot of things we do on base um, that's that's inside the military. We have a program called Key Spouse which was developed by the Navy some years ago, and all of the branches have adopted it, and it is basically a support group for uh, family members whose spouses have gone to a war zone, and they are left with often with children and jobs and responsibilities that can be overwhelming, you know, um, and we are there as a key spouse group to support them, to be there when they need us, to be a shoulder, to, to help them, to make sure that they stay taken care of and and well so that their spouse can focus on their mission at hand and not worry about what's going on back home. So those are all things that I love to work with and volunteer for. And as we speak, I'm looking for more and more opportunities to help our veterans who come back from these situations and to support our military. This is so needed, Michelle. I'm I'm going amen to amen. you, right? Mm-hmm. Amen. It's so needed for that support. I understand the whole family environment. My neighbors are military, and constantly they're all together. Everybody is like family. They watch each other's kids. They cheer each other on. They cry with each other, and I admire that so much, and I think it's so beautiful, and being an advocate for this specifically you know, to help veterans and to help those who are in the military and, and the jobs that they have to do Wow. There's that word again. Wow. So Lip Talk Nation. Whoop, whoop. Yes. So um, amen to you. And I uh, love that you said that you're not a morning person. Oh, yes. I'm terrible. (laughs) Okay. So it is kind of funny. So in our house, my husband is the morning person and I'm quote unquote not even though I'm Same here. Right? Yep. Okay. Known as high energy. I can hear energy in your voice. So people automatically assume that you're a morning person because you have energy. And I got to tell you, my, I'm more of an evening person than a night person. That's where I do a lot of my thinking, reflecting, and ideas come. But um, I love how you implemented your exercise routine throughout the day as well. I just want the listeners to know that it's okay to quote unquote not be that morning person and still be successful. That's really what important as well and being an advocate for the veterans and our military troops. 
Okay, so I am so curious right now after hearing all of your answers and your story, who are some of your personal heroes, Michelle? Mm, loaded question. Gosh, you know, for me, it depends on the subject matter. Um, musically, I grew up on classic rock in the 70s and 80s, and I was, you know, that was heavily influenced by so many people. Um, Jimi Hendrix, the Eagles, Pink Floyd, etc. I just, I love, love the music I grew up on. I also, though, have always admired, because of my father's age and what we grew up watching, probably not always what other kids, children my age were watching, I've always admired the performers who would work through USO to perform for the troops overseas. I'm talking old and new, from Bob Hope and Ginger Rogers to modern-day Gary Sinise, who has his own band now, and Mariah Carey. I mean, they're really... There really isn't a genre of music that I don't like, so I have a lot of heroes in that regard. But um, as for heroes in general, I admire, obviously, because of my lifestyle and my life, Colin Powell, uh, Norman Schwarzkopf. I mean, these kind of people, their bravery, their tenacity, their diplomacy, it's just admirable. Um, and, of course, I admire historical figures like Abraham Lincoln, just stand-up people, you know, with integrity, who are true leaders and great examples for other people. Uh, and women also, again, I touch on that simply because I am one, um, Mother Teresa and Maya Angelou, people like that, amazing women with a strength that we can't even fathom, some of us, and, and I have so much respect for them, you know, co- overcoming adversity, carving their own path in life, despite really being a minority, really. Um, and finally, I would have to say, because of my business education and experience, I really also admire people like Stephen Covey, who wrote Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and Tony Robbins, the motivational speaker. I'm all about people who inspire and motivate, and that's how I personally want to be known, to be honest with you. Okay, Love Talk Nation, did you just catch that? Listen to you, Michelle. Um, I can relate so much in the different genres, depending on the topic that you're talking about. So I'm like, yes, 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 holding my arms up, because you love all these kinds of music. The people who go out and perform in front of the troops, oh my goodness, from Bob hope to Mariah Carey and all the ones that are wanting to give our troops the release and the support, you know, just to have that little bit of entertainment and music touches the soul of everyone. It is whether you can understand the language or not, the instruments, everybody understands, you know, when instruments are played and the voice that you have, oh my goodness, I can't wait, like I said, to share your song. Um, Abraham Lincoln being one of your heroes and Mother Teresa and then Stephen Covey and Tony Robbins. Oh my goodness. All of these are very powerful, powerful heroes. Thank you so much for sharing that part of your soul with us. Absolutely. Michelle. absolutely. You are inspiring. Your story is so powerful and thank you for being vulnerable with us. Now it's time to move to the part of the show where we get to know you on a fun level. We call, <laughs> yeah, you're laughing. That's awesome. We call this our lightning round. The questions are pretty simple, easy to answer, and you just answer the first thing that comes to your mind, Michelle. Are you ready? Okay. Sure, I'm ready. Here we go. Hear the music, everyone. It's in my head. <laughs> <laughs> if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Ooh, I I would literally, I would want to give people what I'm trying to, to have in my heart, which is uh, an intrinsic strength to do what their heart desires and have no fear. I would want to make everybody out there a lion heart. And I would love to fly, but I'd never sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that's okay. Yes, intrinsic strength, boom, no fear, and then flying, of course. Um, That's, I'm the same way, Michelle, so boom to that. All right, so being in the military, you mentioned that you are coffee, you drink coffee sometimes, and 
green tea. So how do you like your coffee or green tea? Um, I don't have coffee all the time. I unfortunately inherited hypertension from my mother. So, But I love coffee and I do have it as a treat sometimes. And when I have it, I like sugar and real cream in it. I love caramel macchiatos. It is a weakness. So it's good that I can't drink it all the time because, oh, man. <laughs> oh, man, she said, Lip Talk Nation. Oh, man, I think some of us can relate to that with the <laughs> let's not have caffeine a lot. Uh, you and I are in the same boat. My husband's like, Laura, cut, off, cut out the caffeine. <laughs> yes, I don't need it as much either, but I love coffee. All right. Moving, oh, yeah. It's, ugh, it makes you feel so good. And the caramel macchiato, oh, I love it too. Oh, delicious. We can have a whole segment on caramel macchiato, everyone. So, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stay there. We're gonna keep moving on. What is your most embarrassing moment? Oh boy! Oh boy! I could come up with so many. I'm sorry <laughs> to tell you that. <laughs> oh. um, the first thing that comes to mind is uh, I went to get my hunting license in Alabama with my husband and my son, who was a teenager at the time. And I was so nervous. I, I can't say specifically why, but of course, you're being tested physically and written tests and all of it. And when it came time to go through all of the things that are marked on the gun, I literally drew a blank. I just froze. And I'm telling you, I wanted to melt into the floor. Here I am, a prior airman who was taught how to take an M16 completely apart and put it back together and shoot it on the range and made marksmen. And I'm standing there with this blank face, just, oh my God, I just wanted to melt into the floor. Michelle, my... I, my mouth is dropped open wide, especially after you just described how you can rip apart a gun, you know, tear, you know, build it, <laughs> basically, and then you just froze. Oh, my goodness. You just froze. Well, I'm, I'm glad you recovered, correct? You recovered. Yes, I okay. did, thankfully, and I got my license. <laughs> there you go, Lip Talk Nation. Uh, we can all feel your pain right there, I'm sure. I, I mean, I've frozen before giving a speech and just walked off stage. Oh, so, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard when, you, when that happens to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, thankfully, you recovered. Uh, yeah. All right. So being uh, from, you have a European background, what is your favorite food? Mm, yes, and. And my father was an extremely good cook. Um, but truly, my favorite foods really derive from my travel. I mean, we've been all over. And um, I love anything Italian. I love Mexican food. I love Indian food. I love Thai food. I mean, I don't think that I could ever be pressed to give you one answer. <laughs> I love that. You're a foods lover. There you go, Lipton. I am. World traveler right there. In its true form, Michelle. All right, so if you could have any car in the world, what would it be? Ooh, that's tough, too. Boy, these are tough questions. <laughs> I, I love classic cars. I love the second series of the Ford Mustang, always been a favorite. I love antique cars, frankly. But to drive in the modern world, I would want something very high-end and sporty like a Maserati because I love to drive fast. Wait a minute. On second thought, I better I better stay away from that, huh? <laughs> Just don't drink coffee before you get in it. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, Maserati. My husband will be going, yes. Boom. He, he likes well, and I'm a motorcycle rider, too, and Even driver. Better. So Even better. that's fun, too. <laughs> a zoom, zoom right there. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Final fun question of our lightning mm -hmm. round. Michelle, mm -hmm. what is your favorite color? 
I love red. I think it's because it's it's full of energy, it's happy, it's full of love. Anything bright really I love, just like music. It just it just inspires me and makes me feel energetic and wonderful and positive and and yeah, that's why I'm I'm so stoked to make music my professional career now and in this stage in my life. Uh red is the same way. I see it and I feel energy. <laughs> I'm smiling so big right now because that in my house is my secret favorite color is red. <laughs> Your it's my secret. Oh yes. It's so funny because a lot of people think my favorite color is purple, but then my real favorite color is orange, but my secret favorite color is red. So uh, that's what it's, I, for all the same reasons that you said it is, it's that. I know it's funny, isn't it? <laughs> It is funny. It is funny. And another thing that just like food and everything else, I have a hard time answering because I love yeah. so many different colors. But yeah, red does it for me, for I sure. Can, I can hear it in your voice, for sure. Your your passion is very contagious. Your energy contagious. And what you're doing, um, you're definitely going to have success. So thank you so much for sharing those fun facts about you, Michelle. What a powerful gift you have to inspire people, especially through your music. Do you have any final words of encouragement or action steps the listeners can take to support our military and veterans? Um, I would just say um, educate yourself about it. It's very difficult, and I actually respect and appreciate this. When you're a civilian and you've never touched the military personally, it's difficult to know what it's all about and what they do and how they do it. Um, but there's plenty of resources, of course, to educate yourself, and I would encourage people to just support them. You know, they, they really walk a unique path in life. We all enjoy our freedoms in the United States, and they also serve to protect people all over the world. So I would just ask the listeners to educate yourself about it and um, really support them and, and give them what they deserve after what they do with their life, you know. And, and listen to my music because they're going to hear a lot of motivational things that will probably pertain to them personally, but they will also learn about the military as well. Absolutely right there. I'm nodding my head. Yes, this is such an important thing to do is to educate yourselves. You are right. A lot of civilians don't understand or don't aren't aware of of how the military really keeps us safe and the world. You mentioned that as well. So thank you so much. Definitely right there, Lip Talk Nation. Educate yourself. Michelle, thank you so much for sharing your vulnerability, like I said, and your story with us. So will you share with the listeners where we can download your song and find out more about you and the projects that you're working on? Absolutely. Um, the song is called Lionheart, as you know. Uh, by Michelle Denise, D-E-N-I-Z. It will be on YouTube and iTunes. I also have a Twitter page, uh, which is twitter.com slash Michelle Denise. It's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-D-E-N-I-Z. I have an Instagram page as well and a Facebook page as well under both of those names, that name under both, and my website, uh, michelledenise.com. And there you have it, Lip Talk Nation. It's so exciting right there. And I am so proud of you for following your dream because when you start dealing with everything that you've gone through, dreams can come true. So thank you, Michelle, for sharing your story. What an honor it was to have you on the show. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, um, my gosh. Thank you. I can't thank you enough. I really appreciate it. Yes. All right, listeners. This is the place where the broken can heal and the successful can conquer been a pleasure hearing your story, Michelle, and letting our listeners glean value from your experience. 
Lip Talk Nation. If you have enjoyed today's episode or one of our previous episodes, I want to hear from you. If you're an iPhone user, go on over to iTunes and leave a friendly review. And for Android users, send me a quick email to laura at laurasbreg.com. We appreciate you and we'll see you soon. And as always, what you say is what you become.